Welcome to The Electric Sports Talk, a podcast dedicated entirely to sports and only sports. On today's episode, we talk NFL. Now here are your hosts, Ty and Carson. Gentlemen, nice to have you along today. Uh, we're doing the mock draft episode today, Carson. Are you excited? Yeah. Good. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, so we did we did coin flip off air, and Carson gets the odd number picks, so he gets the first pick, and I Trevor get the Lawrence. even number picks. So uh, we're going to just run through this. I think we'll only go around. We might go two, depending on what Carson's feeling over there. And uh, yeah, uh, this is just going to be a mock draft. It's kind of a back and forth thing that we're doing, so... Uh, let's see rules of the of this draft uh carson uh trades are legal and you can make trades between your teams or each other like between us and uh i don't know what else it's kind of got to be realistic right yeah Yeah. like we're not gonna trade number one the jags to like for like i don't know the patriots yeah that's never gonna happen (laughs) right uh and the picks need to kind of be realistic as well as far as not necessarily what we think is going to happen or what we want to happen but what what uh we think could happen you know like a mix of what we're what we're seeing so um all right carson anything else to say before we get into this obviously i guess we should mention that the uh ravens and the uh chiefs made a trade and now the ravens have the 31st pick good good trade for the chiefs probably they get a, what do you mean? Probably no. Well, that's they, an amazing trade for the Chiefs. <laughs> they get a good lineman in the process, and then I they guess didn't you don't give up too much value. No, not really. I mean, the thirty-first pick. It's. I mean, for it's a lineman, a good pick, that's, but it's okay. So, yeah. I think it's. Okay it depends to trade. on how they, how the, Ravens take advantage of it. Right. Well, and now uh, that they gave away that pick, they have two picks in the second round, so they just like swapped picks with the Ravens. Yeah. In the second and first round, so really, I mean, you're not too bad off, I don't think. So, yeah, I I think they could have gone with a pretty good linebacker at that point, but mm-hmm. tackle a blindside tackle is really good to protect Patrick Mahomes. So, mm-hmm. I think that they might have got the better. Like I told you this earlier, I think they got the better of the trade. Yeah, but I don't think that the Ravens lost it. No, so, I mean, I think it was a good trade for both parties. Yeah, it's just. The Ravens barely. The, the Ravens were barely above. Like, okay, that's not a bad trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we can agree that the trade was advantageous for both sides. So let's get into this draft, Carson. Um, you have the first pick, so you want to start Trevor us off. Lawrence. Okay. Well, that was like <laughs> I wanted like an announcement or no. It was, it was just well, was I mean, easy. everybody already knows it. Draft with starts the, at two, with maybe the even first three. Pick in the twenty twenty one NFL draft. Oh, there we go. There we go. All right, uh, yeah, so Trevor Lawrence going number one of the Jaguars. Um, I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. No, draft starts no. at two, if not at three. Draft starts at two, maybe three. Uh, okay, do you want to expand on that pick at all, or uh, is it pretty uh, self-explanatory? It's been explanatory since his freshman year. Like, <laughs> okay. when he went out and won the... Oh, oh, hello. That was, that was a good enough like yeah. noise for the draft. I need that noise, huh? Yeah, but no, it's it's been the same since his freshman year when he won so i mean mm-hmm. he's he just shows so many good things probably he's right up there with best prospects since andrew luck so well i think that's probably a pretty safe bet to say actually so yeah pretty self-explanatory okay so i got the second pick with the jets uh, i think that this is between two people 
the realistic choice for me would be Sewell, but what I think is actually going to happen is uh, Jets are going to take Zach Wilson uh, with the second overall pick, and obviously they need a quarterback, so it's kind of self-explanatory there. Uh, but at the same time, if you make the trades that they have and now have no quarterbacks, well, it's just like a no-brainer. Yeah. You, you got to draft a quarterback. Uh, I think that his stock has risen more and more, and honestly, I've heard people saying that people would actually take Lor- uh, Wilson over Lawrence in some cases. Which is so the dumbest thing I've yeah, ever heard. Yeah, I think it's pretty dumb too. So yeah, I mean, it just makes sense, I think, at this point. And when it comes down to it, whether we think it's a good pick or not for like Wilson on a personal level, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's just what's going to happen. So do you want to say anything about that or do you want to go on to number three? I mean, he's getting paid big money, so congrats to him. Yeah. That's like really the it's only true. good spot for him. <laughs> Being second overall picks going to get you lots of money, but yeah, yeah, who knows if you get an extension? Really, any quarterback going to the Jets? Like, I think even if Trevor Lawrence went there, he would struggle. Oh well, I know he would, because that's that's just what the Jets are. So yeah. <laughs> All right, Carson, let's let's move on. Okay, so number three, the San Francisco 49ers. This one's this one's a little bit different because they've had so many diff in this week like that we're filming this. Mm-hmm. It they've had so many different quarterbacks being talked about. I do think that they go Mac Jones out of Alabama. Wow. Okay. So Mac Jones off the board at three. Um, do you think that's do you think that's a good pick by Denver though? Or not Denver? Sorry, San Francisco. I mean kind of a reach right mac jones i don't know if he's the third best quarterback in the draft i don't know the only thing that i can think is he was playing the best competition making a, making him look amazing i mean he was surrounded with a really good team and mm-hmm. the 49ers aren't a terrible team so i mean i can see it to an extent so i think that i probably myself would have went with justin fields but I think that is what's going to happen is they're going to go with Mac Jones, Alabama. All right, Mac Jones from Alabama. That's, that's an interesting pick, man. We'll have to see how it goes. What's interesting about these next couple picks that we have too is it's very open yes. because there's tons of good talent that you could pick here. Uh, obviously, we have now on the clock the Falcons. And, you know, I don't I don't really know what they'll go with because there are a lot of good options and they need a lot. Um, but... If if I went with my gut on this one, I would say that they draft uh, Kyle Pitts, tight end out of Florida, fourth overall. I think that they need a receiving threat. Obviously, Matt Ryan's getting up in age. Julio Jones might not be around forever. I think that Pitts has risen up the board. I mean, we've talked about the versatility that he can have, whether he's going to play at tight end or out wide. Uh, it doesn't matter. But for the Falcons to like, move forward and have – some semblance of like uh, progress. I think they need to have another target. Tony Gonzalez was a great tight end for the Falcons forever. Well, Kyle Pitts could be just as good, if not better than him. So uh, obviously you could go with a quarterback here. I mean, you could take Justin Fields here. You could even take a receiver, Micah Parsons. You could take corners here. But for me, I feel like it's another, it's kind of also a best uh, available too. So Kyle Pitts, fourth. And I don't know. Um, I like the pick for the Falcons, 
we'll have to see if they do it. Yeah, no, I think it's a good pick. I think it's kind of best available right there. But it's just Falcons are at a weird spot. And sure, sure. two weeks ago, I would have said Michael Parsons, no problem. Mm-hmm. But as you were just talking to me about him, just don't know what you're getting with him. He's he's fallen quite a bit lately. So, Well, for me, this pick is Pitts or Fields. And I just don't see them going with Fields right now. So No, especially going under Matt Ryan. This is where Mac Jones, for me, a while ago would have went. Yeah. This is where I would have hoped that Zach Wilson went as a BYU fan. This was I would have hoped Zach Wilson was going there. Realistically, before the Jets made that trade with Sam Darnold, this was Zach Wilson's spot the whole time, I thought. And, I mean, I think that's where Zach Wilson was going to have the most success. I think he would have tons of success in Atlanta. Training under Matt Ryan. Like, I think he would have been really good there. I think the Falcons could draft a quarterback, but... Why not get an amazing receiver, tight end like Pitts, and then maybe draft a quarterback next year? Because I don't know how many games, more games they'll win. Yeah. I mean, I think they'll be a top 10 pick again next season, unless they surprise us. So we'll see. Uh, and a corner would make a lot of sense here, but I feel like it's too it's too early. So I don't know. You could take J.C. Horn right now, and it wouldn't be too much. Yeah, it's too much for me. Too much for me, personally. All right. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but sometimes it's mm-hmm. like – you kind of have to jump but they are at four maybe they trade down right there they could it's trade been down. talked about a lot just because mm-hmm. everyone needs a qb that's the only spot open for a trade right now it looks like so See, who I knows thought, that could be a trade spot i right thought there. about maybe a trade but why not the hardest part picks? is is finding the trade spot where it's going to be the best at patriots yeah patriots are like the one right now that's going to be yeah uh, maybe the Broncos too. All right, let's move on though. Uh, it was a long time on Atlanta there. <laughs> yeah, so the Bengals, hard choice right here. Mm-hmm. Really hard choice for me. Um, you know, Jamar Chase is looking really good. He's good wide receiver and everything, but right. there's no way I'm selecting him. It's gonna be Panesowell out of Oregon. Yeah, every day of the week. It's gotta be. Everyone that's saying, "Oh no, it has to be wide receiver. He needs someone." It's like, okay, you can get a decent wide receiver in the second round. You're not oh, going to yeah, get a can. generational talent of Panesuel in the second round. They're drafting 38th in the second round. That is prime real estate for Rondell Moore, for Rondell Moore uh, the kid out of North Carolina, uh, Bateman. Like, there's tons of guys that yeah. they could take. There's going to be one of the first-round talents that's going to fall out of the first round. There always is. And I, I think they're in prime territory to go take him. So, I mean, Panesuel out of dude, Oregon. For Terrence me. Marshall Jr. could be there or Elijah Moore. I mean, there's so many options that they could have. So, I think that your pick is great there. All right, at number six, uh, this is a tough one. I don't really think that uh, – so, it's the Dolphins at number six. Look, the Dolphins are a weird team to me right now because, like we've talked about, they're, they feel like they're a couple pieces away from being good. Maybe, um, you know – they could use a little more and they'd get over the hump. Uh, but with that being said, I also think that the pick here is pretty apparent for what they need and best available. So we're going to go with the guy you just passed on. Number six overall pick to the Dolphins is going to be Jamar Chase uh, out of LSU. And I think that they need a receiver. We talked on the catch up show, the offseason catch up show, that there's really no one to throw to on that team. And who else? Who else better than a guy like Jamar Chase? So I think Devontae Smith could be a realistic option as well. But yeah, no, I, um, Chase out edges him for me. I, li- I like that. I like that pick. So here's where I want to start looking at a trade. 
Okay. I've that, heard a lot about it. Okay. Yes. Yes, the Lions need a lot. Uh-huh. That's why I think they try to get some draft stock here. Try to maybe go first and second rounder. Okay. Just trade down and then go for that. All right. So who are the Lions going to trade with then? I think the realistic one here is the Pats, but I don't know how they're going to trade trade with them. All right. So this is what we did, guys, on the trade. So the Lions officially trade with the Patriots. The Lions exchanged their, their first overall pick and their third round pick for the Patriots' first round pick at 15 and their second round pick. Um, so obviously I don't I don't think we'll go into depth about the later rounds, but that's how we kind of see a trade going there. The Patriots give up a little bit uh, to move up. So Yeah, and I could see it happening. I mean, you're moving up eight spots, so really, you got to give up some good, capital. Yeah, they yeah. got a deal there. That's, I feel like that's good. Uh, okay, so who are the Patriots going to take with their traded pick here? See, these two quarterbacks in my mind are very similar. Okay. I just think that Justin Fields has a better throwing arm. Okay. And so I think that the Pats go with quarterback Justin Fields out of Ohio State. So if the Patriots take Justin Fields, is he essentially like going to be molded into Cam Newton type of player then? I mean, he'll be behind Cam Newton a little bit there. You see, to me, Trey Lance is more Cam Newton, like more of his, like basically the same build and everything. Okay. Like very big, good runner and stuff. But I don't know. I, as a Bill Belichick, like fan kind of, I don't see him going with Trey Lance. I see him going with Justin Fields just because Justin Fields has proven his throwing arm over the few years that he has been the second overall pick. Mm-hmm. And now he's fallen to now the seventh. Right. Okay. Well, that's that's an interesting pick. Uh, okay. So we got the Patriots on the board at number eight right now after that trade, uh, which was a very interesting trade. And the Patriots, uh, like you guys already know, though I'm a I'm a Patriots fan. They could use a lot of Panthers. different things. Oh, did I say the Patriots? <laughs> I'm a Panthers fan. The Panthers could use a lot of different uh, things here. Quarterback though is probably off the board at this point, so we're not worrying about that. Uh, but I would put corner, linemen, uh, or maybe linebackers in this situation, and I'm just not sure. No, they're not going to draft Trey Lance. Why would they draft Trey Lance? I don't think it makes sense to draft him. Uh, yeah, I mean, right I get here. what you're saying. I'm just you just said there's no quarterbacks on the board, and I was like, no, no, I said I said quarterbacks off the board here for the pa- the Panthers because I don't think they're oh, going to okay, draft. Okay, the I get what you're saying. Okay, yeah, now we're on the same page. Um, so I've kind of went back and forth with this one, but I think that I think the Panthers will try and play this smart. I think they take Patrick Sertan corner out of Alabama here. Uh, they've needed some help at corner. Obviously, uh, they have one decent side corner, but a guy like Sertan and his ability to not only like cover guys on the move, but also pursue and break down and and tackle on the move is a big thing. So he's a very physical player on the outside too. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say he's my top-rated corner, but I think he makes sense for the Panthers. It, I mean, this was between, for me, Sertan and um, Ousu Kimura from Notre Dame. So we're going to take a corner here for the Panthers. Wow, okay. Surprised. <laughs> I just didn't know really what they were going to go with. Like forever you've been saying Micah Parsons right there. So... Right. See, but I don't know. Now I've I've kind of wavered on him. So yeah, I, I get I get that. Yeah. Um, Broncos. So this one, 
This one's hard for me because it's ver- what they will do versus what I think they'll do. <laughs> okay. I want them to go with someone else other than Trey Lance here. Mm-hmm. But I think they will go with Trey Lance. They could go with either Micah Parsons or however you say the linebacker from Notre Dame's name. I've I've tried a few times and just butcher it. So Kamora. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, was it Kamora? Yeah. They really need a linebacker. I don't know. I think they'll take Trey Lance. So I'm going to say QB, North Dakota State, Trey Lance. Wow. Okay. So I thought my last pick was a surprise. I am blown away by that one right there. I don't know. I just I think that they're getting impatient as they do in in Denver. So I think that they will which I mean wow. I don't completely okay. disagree with it because uh-huh. they do need someone just it that that pick was kind of hard for me, but I think they will make it a competition in the quarterback room. All right, okay, so we're on to number ten here, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Somehow I got your pick, so that's nice. Uh, I'm gonna go yeah, I know I'm pissed. <laughs> I am gonna go with the surprise man that's still on the board that should have been taken a while ago. Uh, I think it's going to help the Cowboys out in the long run, and we're going to take Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle from Northwestern. you what (laughs) yes we are drafting a lineman it is the boring pick but it is the nice pick to keep our franchise quarterback safe and uh it fills a need i think plus dude he's like a top five maybe top six type of talent and he's still on the board you want a corner though don't you yeah (laughs) all right but hear me out in the second round there's plenty of corners so that's what i'm getting at I like the Slater pick, but I was the same way last year when we selected CeeDee Lamb because mm-hmm. I was like, we need secondary. I don't know. I like it. I do like it a lot. I mm-hmm. would love to see Slater in Dallas. It's just I don't think – I don't know. Maybe he does. So what I think – so I think that drafting a lineman is smart. Protect oh, your, yeah, protect sure. your Protect your franchise quarterback – Maybe you can open up some more running game, get you know Zeke back involved oh, yeah, with not... everything. But I think that in the second round, there are going to be like guys like Greg Newsom or Eric Stokes or Aaron Robinson on the board, and you can get a good quality corner there. Yeah, Slater I... for me, like I thought you were going to take Slater with that Broncos pick. So if he's still on the board here, it makes so much sense for the Cowboys to get him. I mean, he's a great he's a great prospect. Yeah, I get I get what you're saying, but it's just you're surprised. I don't know. The Cowboys have been the one pick other than Trevor Lawrence this year that has not changed at all. You still think it's a corner? I do. I I just after this season, mm-hmm. I don't see any way that Jerry Jones is like, yeah, well, which I mean, like I said, I love Slater. It's nothing that I don't want him in Dallas because he's an yeah. amazing, amazing offensive lineman. Sure. Would be great, especially because the injuries that um, Smith has had, Tyron Smith has had lately. It just it's it's a it's a crazy pick. Well, but don't you think it's? I, well, it's good I, for the talent I available. I it don't want to spend too much time on this, but I feel like it's a sensible pick. Like oh if he, no, if he's for actually sure. on the board. It makes a lot of sense. Oh so. yeah, take him every day of the week if you can. All right, so let's move on. Well, and Kay. that was the thing. Honestly, like he should go earlier, but when he was still on the board, I'm like, oh, well, you got to take him, right? So, okay, let's move on. We're on to the 11th pick. 
Yes. A part of me here wants to take Elijah Vera Tucker. Really bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really bad. JC Horn's kind of turning my head. Uh, mm. But the linebackers are both right there. They are. I don't know. If it was Patrick Sertan still on the board, I think they'd go with him just because of the talent available. And it's it's a for sure thing. JC Horn's kind of one of those players where it's like he's kind of shot up recently, so it's kind of iffy yeah, right there. People are more into him. Yeah, so I don't know. They also need an edge rusher. Ajilari's right there. I don't know. I think they go with Micah Parsons here. All right. I think that's a good pick because, for them. Because like you were saying earlier, he's he can either be an edge or a linebacker. They need both of them. See which one works out better for him. Right. Micah Parsons, linebacker out of Penn State. All right, so this leaves the uh, Eagles at 12, and Ooh. they're giddy. They're very excited for what's coming down the pike, I think. Uh, so we're going to take, um, at number 12 with the Philadelphia Eagles, we're going to select Devontae Smith, wide receiver from Alabama. Uh, they need a lot, but it they need a wide receiver. They need a corner. They need a lineman. They need a linebacker. They need a quarterback. They need a lot of stuff. As my Cowboys um, don't get a cornerback, <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles get Devontae Smith. So the Eagles get Devontae Smith here. Multi-talented guy, can do a lot on the field. Uh, I feel like it's a really solid pick for the Eagles. Which, I mean, the rebuilding's got to start somewhere. Why not just start here? And uh, I believe that he also played with Jalen Hurts back in college. Yeah, no, so, it, it would work really well. I, I like how you took him, not Jalen Waddle. I don't know why everybody's getting off Devonte Smith, I get it. He's short, but if you can play, you can play. Well, I like Waddle. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, but like uh, the injury, it just it's kind of concerning. And like, right? so in the national championship, you saw him. Mm-hmm. They said he was fully cleared, full range of motion, and everything. Just that injury, he's still getting used to it, still hobbling. Well, that, and that just makes you a little concerned, right? So, yeah. And I don't know. I just think that it's dumb not to take Devonte Smith before Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. So, number 13, the Los Angeles Chargers. This is an interesting pick, I think. There's two really good things you could do here. And the Chargers select Christian Derrissaw, offensive tackle, Virginia Tech. All right, yeah, it's an excellent pick. Uh, that, that one's just a hard one for me just because J.C. Horn's still there. Mm-hmm. They do need a corner. I don't know. They've been doing so good with offensive line. I think they keep it going, I th- get yeah, their I offense really set. I think it's more pressing, honestly. I mean, a corner would be great there. But, but they have a yeah. generational talent that they need to protect. As a, as Oh, a, <laughs> yeah. No, it, I mean, they really do, right? Yeah, it's he's one of the most promising young quarterbacks. So get him a good tackle. And I don't know. I was hoping, like, as, as a somewhat of a – Justin Herbert fan, mm-hmm. hoping Slater falls there, but it's a really deep fall right there for him to get all the way yeah, down there. Yeah, I would agree. Okay, so we are to number 14 with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I think the Vikings are interested in a trade right now. Yes, uh, because I feel like as a Vikings, as a Vi- the Vikings right now, I feel like we could trade back and still get the guy that I am after right now. All right, so we talked about a possible trade off air. We come back, decided it wasn't going to happen, uh, realistically. So uh, that changes my strategy a little bit. 
So uh, I think that the Minnesota Vikings at 14 are going to select Quiddy Pay, Ed Rusher out of Michigan. So I was I was hoping that we could get the Vikings to trade back and take like an offensive lineman a little later, but I don't think that we – me and Carson don't really see a, a trade happening. It's just that weird spot where no one really wants to move. Well, and people can probably feel secure not moving up and still getting someone that they want where they're at already. So, all right. Uh, no, I think that – like you said off air as well, uh, they need some edge presence. They need offensive and defensive linemen. Especially, I think, so it fits their coaching scheme more. They're mm-hmm. a very defensive minded team. It is, and I don't know. I it edge is just something that if you have a two headed like two spear attack, double spear attack, attack yeah. right there, it can be so deadly. I just think that's the best move for them. And to be honest, I'm excited to see how it goes. Look, I think that you might be reaching. Maybe a couple spots here, but it's, but you it's can't filling, trade. It's filling your need, you know. So yeah, sometimes, especially if you can't trade, sometimes you got to realize, like, yeah, yeah. you're going to reach a little bit, yeah. but you know, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I thought point. I was think this is why I was thinking a trade though, right? Is they could move back and still get someone. But, yeah, but there's yeah, no one the that, trades just don't look realistic. I mean, we were thinking about the Bears, but we uh, don't think that we they don't think that trade they up can up trade up. So or they would yeah. really there. Well, and, and like, then we said the Packers, but then I was like, "But they're not going to trade." But we're like the so. Packers; they're going to select a quarterback at twenty at twenty nine. So, okay, well, let's move on. Uh, Quiddy Pay to the Vikings. Okay, so back to the Lions, which mm. are just kind of a harder pick for me. Oh no, they're not. No, no, no. no. This, is yeah. a, this is an easy pick right now, man. Well, it's between two Ooh, guys essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, honestly, you got three. You got three of the top prospects still left on the board. <laughs> the, the, the three top on your phone that you that you're. Seeing. Oh yeah, that's yeah. those are all the guys that I'm thinking. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. Do I go with the different pick? What's I don't know. Diff- I don't know. look. The Lions need so much that anyone you select here of the three is going to be great for them. Lions go, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama. All right, uh, an excellent pick, I would think. Um, I think that this makes the Cardinals pick at 16 much. Oh. It makes it much easier. Uh, there was two options. Waddle was one of them. But now at 16, uh, the Cardinals are going to select J.C. Horn, cornerback out of South Carolina. Uh, this is disappointing for me personally because I feel like um, oh, the the Virginia Tech kid. Uh, Caleb Farley. Yes, Caleb Farley. Sorry, Caleb Farley, corner out of Virginia Tech. Man, I think he's, he's so he's one of the best good. prospects. Uh, but he's just falling down the board for whatever reason, and well, it's we, because of his back. Well, sure. I mean, but his talent, which I mean, his talent is undeniable in football. That's kind so. of a good thing. A, a very red flag, though, is right. back injuries, back surgeries. Right. So I mean, I get why he's falling. I don't know. It's kind of like where the Cowboys took Jalen Smith a few years ago. Yeah. Like sometimes you got to be like, you got to take the risk. I understand not doing it in the first round, though. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so we'll maybe see. my Cowboys I mean, still do get Caleb Farley. I don't know if Farley falls completely out of the first round. Let's hope. I don't think he does, because I see a spot where he goes. So fair enough. Uh, okay, so yeah, I think, but the Cardinals they need a corner. I think it's one like they filled a lot of needs and they're good in a lot of places, but corner would probably be the most pressing thing. I think J.C. Horn can probably step in day one and be a day one starter. It also oh, de- yeah. it also depends on what they have in their locker room, uh, you know, 
entering the season, whether he's a day one starter or not. But his physicality and his ability to stay with receivers and cover the edge, I mean, it's so impressive. And I and I love this kid as a prospect, so it's a very sensible pick for the Cardinals. All right, let's move on, though. Carson, you're up. Give me a minute. <laughs> okay, so we're on the Raiders, and Carson has got to think about this one. Obviously, the Raiders could use a couple things. Some of their biggest needs might be off the board already. So what do we think they draft here? All right, so since I control the Browns, I have asked for a trade here because as the Browns, I want to move up um, for something I need. So what we've done here is we've switched the 17th and the 26th picks between the Browns and the Raiders. The Raiders also received the 89th pick and the Browns received the 122nd from the Raiders. So we've made a trade here. With the trade uh, that we just made, the Browns are now at 17, and we're going to draft uh, Jeremiah Awusu-Kamura, linebacker from Notre Dame. Uh, it feels a huge need. The fact that he's still on the board is pretty big. I think that it's worth giving up the value to trade up to this point and draft a guy like this that's very talented because uh, you weren't going to get him at 26, and the guys left on the board I don't think are as talented at, at these positions either. So I think there's a big win for the uh, for the Browns, and I think that the Raiders will trade back and actually get something valuable that they need that's a more sensible pick at 26. So Yeah. All right, uh, I am on the Dolphins as well on this one so in the first with the first pick we drafted the uh wide receiver out of lsu jamar chase so that takes a big need off the board of course for the dolphins um our other need would be linemen uh i guess we could also go with the running back here too now the running back that'd be that'd be fun that'd be exciting that's what i'm saying um, take 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 it so <laughs> you know what the dolphins at number 18 are gonna get excited here i think they're going to make kind of a flashy pick something that this no one really too... expects uh and i think we're going to draft Najee harris running back out of alabama uh two I flashy think... picks in the first yes, round for yeah. them I two like flashy that. picks uh give our quarterback a running threat you know the dolphins have kind of been looking for a running back for a while i feel like as well and i think this is it really i think it's a cool pick this is the point where you start to say if Tua can't succeed. Maybe Tua is the problem because right. now he has a good running back, good wide receiver. They've also mm -hmm. got Will mm -hmm. Fuller that just came in this offseason. Right. I I like the first round here just to see if they do need to move on from Tua. Mm -hmm. All right. So Washington. <laughs> the football team is up next. Oh, dear. I don't know. To me, do they want to get their defensive line even stronger? Go with a really good defensive tackle. You could. Elijah Vera Tucker. I don't know. These guys are in just such a weird spot. Rashad Bateman, maybe, to go with Scary Terry, help him out. There's tons of options here for the football team. Right. I don't know. I think the flashy pick to me here is Christian Barrymore, but I don't know if I want that. You know what? Yes, I do. Defensive tackle from Alabama, Christian Barrymore. All right. So... I think that's a fine pick. Uh, why not? I mean, you're helping your defensive yeah, line. Yeah, they're just at a Look, spot where they were they were praying for Kamara to keep falling to sure, them. Sure, sure. But since he didn't, there's not really – I mean, maybe I could have taken – maybe 
Collins right there. Yeah, maybe. But it's, too, it's a little it's, too much. It's reaching, and that's just they're at a bad spot. And I think that they still got a really good player there. It's going to be scary for all the NFC East teams that really none of their lines are amazing. Yeah. Other than the Cowboys did just get a lineman. A good I don't know. Yeah. I just I think that that's going to be a good pick. Mm-hmm. And it's really going to make life tough on, tough on any quarterback. Well, look, Washington's not really this good to be drafting this high. I mean, they made the playoffs because no. their division was terrible last year. So they kind of, I feel like they're kind of getting screwed in this situation yeah. a little bit. Um, but with everything that's on the board, I mean, you could take almost anything. So why not just, just go with a, a nice, Flashy. good pick there, I think. Yeah. All right. So we now get to the 20th pick. Uh, this is the Bears drafting here. Uh, the Bears, they could use a lot of stuff. Obviously, a quarterback's not on the board right now for them. Um, you know, you're not going to reach and take a guy like Kyle Trask. Obviously, I think they were hoping the quarterbacks would fall down a little more. Uh, the corners are kind of off the board right now. Farley is Farley's there, but I don't know what you're saying over there. Um, so, linemen, offensive linemen is where it is at right now. And uh, we're going to... <laughs> okay, Carson's giving me a thumbs up, so that's good. Uh, so, we're actually going to... Maybe reach a little on this one as well, and we're going to go uh, Alex Leatherwood, offensive tackle out of Alabama. You had the pick in your hands. It was just sitting there, right right there. Like, what, you want Elijah Vera Tucker there? Yes, I, I talked about that like five minutes ago. Right, like, but I think a, a tackle, a big tackle, would be better for the Bears. I mean, I know that you, look, this is the thing. I know you like Elijah Vera Tucker, but he's not as high on my board as he is on yours, so... Uh, if we're going to go with alignment at 20 for the Bears, it's got to be Leatherwood. I mean, he's so low on this on this website that we're using, this uh, prospect list, but I don't know why because I think he's better than that. So this the size of this guy is great. Experience is great. The Bears need a ton of things, but uh, getting a, a lineman right here makes sense for me. So, all right, you're up. That, that just, like, killed my whole mood. I gave Why? you the thumbs up because you said Lyman. I was like, good. Elijah Vera Tucker. Dude, Vera Tucker's going to go here soon, and there's a lot of good spots for him to go. So, Yeah, but he's going to go right there. Do you really see Alex Leatherwood being selected by the Bears right there? Jenkins or Leatherwood? Why not? Look, like I've already said, you're high on Vera Tucker, yeah, but I not know. as high as me. So, All right, 21, what you got? Ojolari right here, Edge from Georgia. Mm-hmm. It's fallen a little bit. It was expected to be picked earlier, at least on this board. So no, I, I mean I think you could say he should have gone earlier, right? Yeah. So I think I think that's a good pick for the Colts right there. There's a there's a lot of spots he could have gone. Uh, I feel like I feel like his draft stock has kind of been up and down as far as like what could and couldn't uh, where he could and couldn't go. So I think it's interesting. Uh, okay, so the Titans are on the board now. Uh, this is a this is a tough pick, I think, because the Titans. I feel like they're. I feel like there's a lot of places they could go. I'm thinking that a corner would go here, but with, like we already talked about with these injuries, is it, is it good? What are you giving me signs for? Look, he wants Newsom over here. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. No, we're not going with Newsom. You're no fun. I don't like Newsom that much. Like he is so far up on draft boards, and I'm not as big of a fan as you are in him. So, 
Okay, so we discussed a trade off air here for 22nd. It's not going to happen. It could, I guess, but we don't see something happening here. So uh, the Titans are going to take a wide receiver because they just they lost Corey Davis recently, and it makes sense to kind of replace him here with a pick. Uh, so I guess we're just going to try and – I guess we're actually just going to play this one safe. We're just going to go Rashard Bateman, wide receiver out of Minnesota. I think a pick would make a, – a trade would make a lot of sense here, but at the same time it's just not realistic. There are teams that could jump in, like back in to the first round that have already picked, but – uh, we just don't see one happening. So I don't know if that's really the best pick for the Titans either here, considering that they could use maybe different pieces, but uh, it's a sensible pick at the same time if they can't get a trade. So, all right. Yeah, no, I think that it's a good pick just because they do need wide receiver. I I think Rashad Bateman's a good wide receiver. So, yeah, I think it works out for him. The Jets, the Jets. Oh, please say, oh, that might actually be the pick I take. I don't know. This this is a very difficult one. I think they take Elijah Vera Tucker, keep him at guard, and hopefully find someone to solidify as a tackle for him. I think that's fine. So is that your pick? Yeah. Okay, that's Elijah the pick. Vera Elijah Vera Tucker selected. off the board. Okay, so we're on to number 24. We got the Steelers. So the Steelers, uh, I feel like if Najee Harris was here, I'd love that pick uh, personally. I think what about they... Travis Etienne? Uh, I don't feel like Travis Etienne's a first-round talent, honestly, at this point. The only reason I don't see him as a first-round talent is I don't see that many people needing him. Well, and the other but, thing is running backs are not typically taken in the first round. Like, it's just kind of a taboo thing sometimes. So I think that the Lions – or the Lions – the Steelers could use help um, uh, defensive linemen and offensive linemen at different parts. It says center is a big need for them. So I think that, well, this pick might be a little bit of a reach. Uh, at the same time, I really like this kid. I think he's a great player. Uh, so at number 24, the Steelers are going to select Creed Humphrey. I uh, like that. Center from Oklahoma. Look, this kid I think is a little undervalued in what people are actually projecting him at. He is very experienced, uh, has a ton of starts under his belt. And frankly, I mean, he's played – He's played uh, for some great quarterbacks at Oklahoma, right? Yeah. So I think, well, like this that. might be a reach. It's a huge need fill for the Steelers. So I don't think it's that much of a re I, reach. I really like that pick. I, I really do. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're now on the Jaguars. See, now we traded back with the Raiders so that they could go get that one player. Yeah. You don't think it's going to happen anymore? Yeah, I think he might get taken one before they traded. Jaguar select. Travis Etienne, running back, Clemson. All right. So that, I don't think that's a bad pick. I mean, I know I was kind of saying I don't think he's first-round talent, but at the same time, I think the Jaguars could use they, and he's, a running he's back. He's a really good passing running back, like really good receiving running back. Mm -hmm. So then my next pick, which is the Raiders. Oh, yeah, you're still on here. Um, makes it easy for me because the guy that we were talking about that we didn't want to say his name, Trayvon Morig from TCU. Welcome to the Raiders. Good luck. Have fun. No, nah, it's it's the most sensible pick. Oh yeah. All easily. right, you're you're still okay. on the board at twenty seven. <laughs> the Ravens, which Ravens are an amazing spot right now, because even if they do think that like there's two players they want, 
They have a high chance of getting them both here after the trade with the Chiefs. Uh huh. That they go out, say, you know what? To heck with you, Brown. We're going for our next left tackle of the future, Traven Jenkins. Jenkins. Yeah. Trevin Jenkins. Yep. Oklahoma All right. State. Oklahoma State. I feel like that's. Oh, crap. I messed up. What did you do? How do I delete? I don't think you can. I kind of messed up on that. So uh, on my board, I have Jenkins to the Raiders and then more. Anyways, so it's all good. Uh, No, I think it's a good pick for them, right? They just lost a lineman in a trade. Now they're going to pick up one that's probably decent enough to replace him. I was thinking to try to wait to go him where the Chiefs selected him. But Uh just to me, it's like that's a position that is very needed. And I don't know. I just was thinking... Maybe they could go with a wide receiver here. They could, but I don't think they need a wide receiver as much, right? I think they really do need one, but I think oh, tackle is really? way pre- more pressing. I feel like you could get a wide receiver in the second round or third round still, though, right? Yeah, but in many mock, at least in many of my mock drafts, I've always had wide receivers hard to come by this late in the draft, and they're oh, all nice. still there basically you got tons of names left at wide receiver oh yeah now, which so. usually i'm selecting them right about here but no it's mm-hmm. i think i think that's the best pick for them okay so we're on to number 28 the uh new orleans saints so obviously the saints could use a quarterback i mean <laughs> could they though it's the same as the panthers they have two quarterbacks right now sure but it's another case of neither of them are really good like <laughs> actual starters so uh you could make the case for winston to be a starter um, a lower team starter it's like fitz magic sure sure i see what you're getting on there all right so uh with the 28th pick in the draft the saints are gonna keep it local louisiana kid terrence marshall jr wide receiver from lsu I think that a receiver is something that they need. I mean, next to uh, next to Michael Thomas, I feel like they don't have a lot of options. And if the quarterback play is going to kind of be up in the air, you're going to need someone that you can rely on. Uh, obviously, you could have went with a guy like Zayvon Collins here at this pick too. Um, but no, I think that they keep a local kid in Louisiana and go with a wide receiver. I, I like that. I like that pick. All right, we're on to the Packers. And no, the Packers are not going to take a quarterback here. So, I don't know. It is the Packers. It is the Packers. <laughs> you know what? The Packers are used, used to doing things unorthodox. Greg Newsome, cornerback out of Northwestern. All right. Okay, so at number 30 then, I think that the Bills are good enough that they can kind of gamble on a pick here. So I think that... Uh, they're also going to draft a corner. I think Caleb Farley goes here. I think that, you know, even with the health problems that you may or may not see with this kid, his talent is undeniable. If he actually falls down the board to number 30, I will be amazed. Like, I will genuinely be surprised if he actually falls this far. But uh, can you imagine if he does fall this far, lands in the laps of the Bills, and turns into an an all-pro type of guy? I mean... It's going to be great for the Bills. Uh, he's going to, if he does fall this far, this is where he goes, though. So, you know. But at the same time, if he does actually have health problems in the NFL, 
Bill's yeah. Mafia is going to be pissed. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to bring out the pitchfork, the torches, like everything. They're going to be going after <laughs> them. But uh, no, I think it's a great pick. To me, it's either one of those two. The, most likely flip-flopped there. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I really like this Newsome kid. I really like Farley too, though. Like, if Farley was completely healthy, to me, he's number one off the board at corner. Even over Sertan? Yeah, I I would see it. I could see it. Okay. I could really see it. Okay. I don't know if he would be. It's between those two for me. It, it is. Really? Those it's top really three corners are all really close. See, I disagree. I think it's Sertan and Farley very close. And while I love Horn, like, okay, if it was me, if, if I was the GM, I'd draft Horn over all of them. Yeah, because, that's what I'm saying. Because really... my personal preference would be a guy like Horn and how he plays. Yeah. But like what for the NFL I think is more looking at, I think it's like 1A is Sertan and Farley, and then 1B, it's not like he's second. It's just 1B. Like he's buried behind him is Farley. So, or excuse me, is Horn. Sorry. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So I don't know. I, I just think for me, all three of those guys are right neck and neck. Yeah. So to me, it's like, in most of my drafts, before all the worries and stuff have came out about Farley, I've had him going to the Broncos or you, the Cowboys, either Broncos or, someone, or yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah, this is where I've had him. I don't know. I don't know how much I believe that Caleb Farley is going to have health issues, but everybody seems to think so. And in the mock draft, it's what we think is going to happen, not where we would like to see people to go. Really? Yeah. If this so, if this was what I would like to see, Farley would have been off the board a long time ago. So yeah, he would have been that number one corner to the Panthers, most likely. Yeah, maybe. Well, I don't know. I th- I still think Sertan fits the Panthers' profile better, probably. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Okay. So, so let's move on. We got the last two picks here, and you're up with the first one. I would have not taken Traven Jenkins and waited to see. Maybe if he leaves, then Leatherwood, but Leatherwood's off the board, so I had to take a tackle there. So now, wide receiver is probably where I'm going to go. Mm, okay. Maybe if Morig was still there, take him. Kadarius Tony. Sure, but he's a little Hollywood Brown type-ish. Yeah, kind of get you He's a smaller type of receiver, yeah. Well, not problem, but... Look, if you're going to take a... I, my advice, if you're going to take a... Uh, wide receiver, you need a bigger body type. Oh of guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I think right here, I'm gonna go Joseph Asai, Ed Rusher from Texas. All right. Uh, so I think this is another good pick for the Col- uh, for the Ravens. Honestly, picks so. up something that they really need, and to me, I think that Asai, he might not be amazing his first year, but he's still gonna provide for him. He's still gonna do his job. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's something that they need. And Rousseau would have been a great pick here too. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're on to the 32nd pick with the Buccaneers. Uh, if Travis Etienne was still on the board, I'd probably go Etienne right here. Uh, unfortunately, someone decided to take him sooner, so that kind of messed up that. Uh, and the other needs, I think, are probably uh, defensive linemen, about any defensive lineman that you could could want or could, could take. Uh, Interior, exterior, edge, whatever. Um, so it's going to be a defensive lineman pick. Uh, it just kind of comes down to preference. My preference is personally going to be Gregory Rousseau yeah. with the 32nd pick right here to the Buccaneers to round out the first round. Look, that Rousseau kid, I like his like his profile yeah. and his ability to 
get after defenses. And yeah, I mean, I guess there are his critiques, his lack of playing time throughout uh, his college career, and also his uh, his ability to be a run stopper. But I feel like you can work on those things. I feel like his physical profile is so good that it's hard to pass up on him. So that's who the Buccaneers are going to round out the draft on. And uh, yeah, there there are your picks, guys. I think that's a pretty interesting uh, group that we made. Some surprises for Carson, I think, and uh, some surprises for me too. So Carson, should we recap the draft here, starting at one and just kind of go back and forth uh, yeah. real quick? Just to remind everyone what we got. Okay, so at number one, we have Trevor Lawrence, QB from Clemson. At number two, the Jets pick Zach Wilson, QB from BYU. Number three, Mac Jones, quarterback, Alabama. Uh, at number four, the Falcons pick Kyle Pitts, tight end from the University of Florida. Panay Sewell goes to the Bengals, offensive tackle from Oregon. All right, number six, the Dolphins get Jamar Chase, wide receiver from LSU. Number seven, the Patriots get... Who, who traded up. Yes. Yeah. Get Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. That's and that crazy. trade, the Patriots got pick number seven, pick 72, and the Lions got pick 15, and the 2022 second rounder. All right. Uh, number eight, the Panthers select Patrick Sertan, corner from Alabama. Number nine, quarterback Trey Lance, this North pick, Dakota State. This pick for me is crazy. That's I would be surprised, uh, but we'll see. All right, number 10, the Cowboys uh, pick up Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle from Northwestern. Number 11, Micah Parsons, linebacker from Penn State. Right, at number 12, the Eagles get their man, I think. I mean, I think it's it's They great couldn't pick. have prayed for any better yeah. thing to happen here. Devontae Smith, wide receiver from Alabama. Number 13, the Chargers go with Christian Derrissaw, offensive tackle, Virginia Tech. Which, by the way, what a pickup here for the Chargers. To get him at 13 would be big, I think. So. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, the Vikings pick 14th, and they get Quidi Pay, edge rusher from Michigan. Jalen Waddle goes number 15 to the Lions in that trade with the Patriots. All right, uh, a good pick here for the Cardinals as J.C. Horn falls down the board a little bit, uh, cornerback from South Carolina to go to them. Number 17, Jeremiah Asai Kamora, linebacker from Notre Dame, goes in a trade from the Raiders when the Browns received pick number 17 and pick 121, and the Raiders received pick 26 and pick 89. All right, number 18, the Dolphins uh, go with another flashy pick here. They get Najee Harris, running back from Alabama. Number 19, the Washington football team for now. Who knows if their name changes? It might. Um, Christian Barrymore, defensive tackle from Alabama. All right, at number 20, Carson loves this pick. <laughs> uh, the Bears pick Alex Leatherwood, offensive tackle from Alabama. And he's got his hands in his face. Okay, but realistically, I think it's a pick that the Bears could could pick, and it would help them. I don't know how much realistically, but really, I don't know, man. I think, I it, think it would help. I think it okay, helps them. So, are you saying that I put too much of my personal touch into that pick? I think so. Okay, but I mean, I kind of put a little personal pick. 
at number nine. So, I mean. Well, but the more we go into this draft, like the further in we get, the more personal I like it kind of gets because the opinions start to factor in more well, yeah, because than the it's facts. it's not a set person. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. All right, let's continue. Okay, 21, Aziz Ajilari, edge rusher from Georgia, goes to the Colts. All right, number 22, the Titans thought about trading out, but they stick with their 22nd pick, and they pick up Rashard Bateman, wide receiver from Minnesota, which I don't know if I love that pick, but that's just how it worked out for him. <laughs> okay, 23, the Jets take Elijah Vera Tucker, offensive guard, USC. Uh, at number 24, the Steelers pick Creed Humphrey, center from Oklahoma. Really like that pick. Yeah, me too. Um, at number 25, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Travis Etienne, running back from Clemson. Man, I wonder how Jaguars fans would feel about that pick, actually. Well, in my in my head, this is where I rash, like I made it rational for myself, uh-huh. was... This is going to give Trevor Lawrence just one more option. Yeah. Is he can, well, obviously he can hand it off to him, but <laughs> Travis Etienne's a really good receiving back, too. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a good one. Send him on a route. Then if you get in trouble, chuck, chuck down to him. So, well, the other good thing about this pick is it's a teammate yeah. from Clemson and some familiarity in the locker room might be nice. So, especially at a freshman, uh, not freshman, rookie quarterback. All right, number 26, the Raiders traded uh, back in this one. They get the Browns pick, and uh, they end up drafting Trevin Jenkins, offensive tack. Oh, no, sorry, Trevin Morig. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I switched up. these. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trevin Morig, safety out of TCU. Uh, it the was guy the they obvious traded pick. down for. Yeah. They, well, they didn't want to, in our minds, they didn't want to reach all the way where they were, uh-huh. and the Browns really needed a linebacker. Yeah. So we just switched the needs and everything. Mm-hmm. We I I did think about taking him with the Jags because the Jags need a safety. So I mean that was kind of a last yeah. minute like ooh they might have really messed up here because now they're in kind of a yeah, crappy situation. There. But no, I think that's a great pick for the Raiders. I mean that was kind of our pick from the start of the. It like, always has been. It's like the biggest. That, our first yeah. time that we sat down like who need to like what what's gonna go on here. That was our pick. Well, it's We've their kind biggest of wavered. need, man. We've wavered because they do need a tackle as well. Well, sure. they need linemen. And, yeah. Because I talked about this last week. They've kind of ran out of linemen. They've traded away, like, everyone. So Well, and, and maybe they do go with a lineman here, too. So They could. They very well could. But they also really need a safety. Well, and the biggest thing here, too, is I think that a trade is actually kind of realistic as well on this one. Uh, whether it's with the Browns or not, I don't know, but I could see the Raiders trading out of uh, their 17th pick. So, all right, continuing now. Oh, sorry. Um, tw- at number 27, the Ravens select Traven Jenkins, offensive tackle from Oklahoma, just to kind of fill that slot that they just traded away to get the mm-hmm. 31st pick. Yeah, why not? Uh, all right, Tone. T- t- <laughs> All right, at 28, the Saints draft uh, Terrence Marshall Jr., wide receiver from LSU. I like that one. Um, So this one to me, this is my personal bias. Like, this is my big personal bias one. Yeah. Because really I think and, – and actually it's because the Packers have never really been good at drafting. 
So it's it was kind of like my thing where I was like, eh, this is the most realistically way I could see this happening. The Packers at 29 select Greg Newsom, the second cornerback, Northwestern. All right, at number 30, the Bills pick up Caleb Farley in a stunning fall from uh, pretty high ranking uh, on our boards and everyone else's, I think. Uh, cornerback from Virginia Tech goes to the Bills. Okay, at number 31, the Ravens select Joseph Asai, edge rusher from Texas. I love that pick. I think the kid's going to be good. And to round it out, once again, the Buccaneers at 32 select Gregory Rousseau, edge rusher from the U, Miami, Florida. Which, so, that's, another, that's another slot right there. So 29 and 30, we could see flopped. Well, most likely will be flopped. Could. And 31 and 32 could easily be swapped. Right. It's uh once you kinda get into that it could becomes personal preference. Yeah. And what's funny too is you had twenty nine and thirty one. You took the guys you personally preferred, I think, and I had thirty and thirty two and I got the guys that I personally preferred. So Yeah. I think it works out. And the only one that I like was really hard for me to select, like where I was like, This is kind of probably the most unrealistic. Mm-hmm is the Broncos selection, but I don't think it's that unrealistic. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it is the Broncos drafting a quarterback when they kind of don't need a quarterback, right? So Well, I mean, it they kind of do, though. No, no. It, what I'm saying is it actually makes sense for the Broncos. Well, like, to me, it's just Denver gets so impatient with quarterbacks so quickly just because they've yeah. been so used to having good quarterbacks. Well, well, and another thing, so just a little side note from that, is with Farley kind of falling down the boards – it's also possible that they don't draft a corner and they do go with a quarterback. Because I feel like Farley there would make a lot of sense. Yeah. And like if, you're saying... If it yeah. wasn't for the injury history. Yeah. And I mean, even if they do select Farley here, so let's say we just switch Farley out for Trey Lance. Yeah. Where does Trey Lance even go? Like To the football Washington? team. Washington? The football yeah. team, yeah. But then even Christian Barrymore, I think, just falls after that. He no, might be, not, not that Oh, wait, far. no, he might, he'll probably be picked up at 32 is where I would see him. Uh, I was actually thinking 22 with the Oh, tit- yeah, with maybe, the maybe at the Titans. Yeah. But I just, I, I just like that pick. I think that that's a realistic thing. And then Bateman after that maybe falls to the He Ravens. falls out of the first round probably. Maybe to the Ravens or Saints. Or the Saints. But really, sure. even if we switch that pick, it doesn't change our draft too much. Not a lot, no. I mean, I think for the most part, uh, we were pretty realistic uh, with some personal touches. I think, yeah. I think you were st- still surprised about the Rashawn Slater at number well, 10. I'm not surprised. It's just I haven't heard anything different than sure. Sertan or Farley or Horn since... Right. Day one, just because they do need something. But if a guy like Slater does fall to him, I don't know. I think there's no way they can turn him down well, and that's, go with someone that, else. See, but now, that's what I but thought. But if that pick, like, if, that, uh-huh. if that changes, then it's a completely different story. Like, sure. Sure. If, if say, the Cowboys drafted uh, J.C. Horn at number 10 instead of Rashawn Slater in this mock draft, almost the entire draft is different. I mean, honestly, because oh Slater probably goes to, to 11 and Parsons probably goes number 12. Like, yeah, everything's different. Well, there. but like, even if we go to that point, like other, other places that could go at uh, the Broncos is Rashawn Slater. 
But that doesn't change it too much because then the Cowboys probably just go with Caleb Farley. They could. See, this is the thing. I don't think it changes. That pick, I don't think it really changes the draft that much. So Broncos fans, if you hate it, like put in someone else, it doesn't change our change it very much personally i don't like that pick very much for the broncos (laughs) i do just because i don't know i think that they you think it's i i really love um what's drew lock i really do yeah i just it's been two years or so where everybody's been like this guy's special but i think he's good i don't know and i don't think that they landed with their draft pick last year either I don't sure, but that's hard to say because quarterback play the quarterback hasn't play been hasn't so good. been good, right? So that, that that's where I'm at. But, and okay. Trey Lance's so pro the, day the was pretty thing, impressive. I don't know if you watched the last any of thing. That. The last thing we gotta talk about on this because you know, we can't dwell on this too much. But is drafting Trey Lance actually going to be like that good for the receiving core that you have? I mean, is he going to be able to throw the ball and get it to him? And yes, because if you watch a lot of his tape, a lot of his tape is actually him running people over. Did you watch much of his and, pro day? And I don't feel like that's going to translate to the NFL. Like he's going to have to figure out how to throw the ball and be accurate. And I, that's why I don't see him being a top ten pick. Yeah, and I get that, but I just think, and that's why even in some cases, I feel like Kyle Trask is a better quarterback than Trey Lance. So, and wow. that's that's personal opinion. So. Yeah, no, I I really do kind of I've started to kind of like Trey Lance. Yeah. But I mean, I don't love him. Like this wasn't very much personal bias to me. It was kind of best quarterback on the board. I've seen a lot of people compare Trey Lance to Donovan McNabb too. Yeah. And if Mac Jones would have been out cuz I've seen a lot of talk of Trey Lance to the 49ers. Yeah. Just because like I think his pro day kind of showed a little bit more than I'd seen from him. Just cuz Yeah. He did have a pretty impressive well, pro day. It's what a pro day is designed to do, man. Yeah, it is. But I just, I don't know. I, I like this pro day. I think that he could go at number four. No, at number three overall. Yeah. There's a high chance. And then if that happens, I think that there's no way they pass up on Mac Jones. Well, I won't be surprised. Ooh, uh, the Broncos pass up on Mac yeah. Jones? I could see that. Uh, but another thing, I won't be surprised if the Niners actually don't take a quarterback. Like, if they took Sewell, I wouldn't be surprised. Because I would be surprised. I would be surprised great, it could it's happen. It's a great just... lineman, and I know a lot of people... See, but this is why I say I'm not surprised, because I think Jimmy Garoppolo's good enough, and people yeah. need to stop beating on him so much. So that's just my opinion, though. I don't think he's a top quarterback in the league, though. I don't think he ever you will You don't be. need a top quarterback he's to Kirk, go... He's you Kirk don't Cousins. need a top quarterback to go to the to the Super Bowl. If Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo, a 45-year-old Tom Brady can take their teams to the dra- to the Super Bowl. Okay, but Tom Brady need... still has amazing play. Sure, but I wouldn't say that his ability to chuck the ball down the field's any really that much better oh, it's than not guys better, like but Garoppolo. It's so. insane that he still has that cuz as we saw this year, yeah. like with Drew Brees, Drew Brees did not have that at the end of the year. But what makes Tom Brady different than guys like Drew Brees? is his leadership qualities and his experience True. and his and his desire to win. Like, he wants to win more than anyone. So, all right, uh, we got to get out of here. Uh, we could talk about this mock draft all day and things that we would change and everything. Uh, but, guys, we will be watching the draft live and recording our reactions and everything and kind of giving some analysis. The episode will come out, like, the day after. 
So I don't yeah. know. We won't be doing anything live because we don't really have like a live platform. Set up. Yeah, we yeah. don't have a place to not, do it live. Not yet, at least. And uh, yeah, you'll expect that episode out. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm excited for Thursday the night. He'll have Thursday it done night. by Thursday night. I'm kidding. It'll be out Friday morning. Yeah. Hopefully. Friday. Friday, Friday after Friday at noon. <laughs> Mountain time. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll try and have it out Friday morning. And, you know, we're excited for the draft. It's it's honestly my favorite thing in sports is the NFL draft. I mean, Well, the first time I ever watched the NFL it's draft like, was it's, it's with like you. The World Cup and then uh, the March Madness so and then the NFL draft. Like, those are the top three things. Like, the Olympics. Like, the draft for me is up there with the top things in sports. So I like college bowl games, too. It depends on the bowl game. Well, I'm just saying that whole bowl, like, that oh, whole yeah, season okay. of bowl games... Oh, you're just saying, some, like, yeah, just in the, general. The okay. whole bowl games and everything. I really yeah. like those. But, no, I agree with you. The first time I ever watched the draft was actually with Ty. That was a fun. I don't I don't know if you were, like, familiar with it as I was, but, yeah, it was fun. I was kind of familiar um, with it. And we might have some other people sitting in on it, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know it if depends. Amos or Chris are going to want to join us. Um, it might be just us two. Who knows? Who knows? So It might just be me because I'm the only one that's ever here on time. What? I was here like a half an hour before you even <laughs> called me back. All right, guys. Uh, so let's get out of here. Watch out for that draft episode coming out, the draft analysis episode, live reaction, whatever we call it. Uh, this one will be a mock draft, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Let us know about your mock drafts, though. Uh, you know the email. You know the where to find us on social media. Subscribe to the podcast. Appreciate you listening, guys. Have a good rest of your day. Peace out. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Electric Sports Talk. Join us in future episodes as we discuss all things U.S. soccer, collegiate sports, mixed martial arts, motorsports, the NFL, MLB, and the Olympics. If you enjoy our content, follow us on Instagram and Twitter or shoot us an email to electricsportstalk at gmail.com. Be sure to rate and subscribe. Thanks for listening.